if there is divinity, then I want to be the detective of the divine. I want to find it. I want to find the clues and prove that it's real. All the stories of all the thousands of the religion of religions that have ever been all must have that one thing in common that they are searching for the divine for the supernatural and some a little some a lot if there is an underlying truth to that and all the little details don't matter. What does your divine look like, smell like, taste like? What color is it? How tall is it? It should all be the same thing. And that's why I call it a mood or a feeling or a sense, like happy. Uh, is that contentment? Is that joy, glee, mirth? When you translate this into another language, will it lose subtlety? It shouldn't matter what you call it. It's happy with a capital H. It is the collective mood of the universe and all existence and ourselves. And so we can tap into that ocean of emotion that we all have and spreads across time and space before and after death, that's what makes it divine, is that it's not materially bound. It's space-time and the fabric of the universe. It's the jello that we all rest in like fruit and a lovely dessert. Once we tap into that, we should feel like we're listening to our inner selves and the collective at large. That touch that people speak of, that calling. I've been thinking about happy for 20 years. source of comfort and rumination, inspiration, frustration sometimes. Little by little, over the, the years, I've thought of things, I'm like, oh, that's clever. Oh, that's good. And then I think about them again, and I think about them again, and I'm like, okay, am I inventing it? Or is it there, and I'm discovering it? It's hard to tell. They both seem the same. I drew a picture of happy. But it's a cartoon. So can that be real? Is that just my interpretation of the feeling? And I have rules that happy must follow. Not that he must. I am a writer, and so I don't impose my will upon my creations. 
I let them tell me. Like any God. And you say, oh, you're the God. You're the God now. You're happy? I'm like, yes, we're all happy. I'm happy, Jeff, and you're happy, whoever the hell you are. What makes me happy is that because I try to follow intuition. I try to follow using some logic, of course. I'm not going to just wander into traffic. But just, just follow your happy head, your happy heart, and see where it takes you. And since I, I generally think that people are good and want to be happy, when they're happy, they treat people nice. And, yeah. Whenever I see somebody that's very angry, I ask myself, you know, I used to be like, ah, oh, they're a jerk, you know. They're, they're just a jerk. But then I thought to myself, I'm like, wait a second. Are they even happy right now? They're not, are they? No, they're upset. They're grumpy and they're sad. They feel guilty and they are self-destructive and they're not happy. They're not complete. They're not content. There's no glee. So how do you get them to be happy? Well, they think yelling and screaming is going to get them there. But no, that doesn't usually work. You're like, oh, well, it gets out the bad feelings. I'm like, no, not really. It, uh, it gets out a mouthful of bile, but you're still producing bile at an alarming rate because that's your method. Not happy, but mad. You're going mad. You've gone mad. Maybe you're like sad. Those aren't happy. You're like, oh, well, glad. Glad is happy. I'm like, no, not necessarily. You have emotions when you need them. Just don't overuse them. You know, fear and guilt and hope are the secondary emotions. And mad, glad, and sad are the primary emotions. I have a uh, color wheel that describes the differences. And glad is obviously yellow. Mad is red. Sad is blue. And so forth. And... Happy is kind of like the sun in that you're like, oh, the sun is yellow. I'm like, eh, technically the sun's whitish, yellowy, fluctuatingly, you know, burn your retinas when you stare at it, kind of just blinding, but glowing and warm and yummy. And, you know, it's got yellow in it, sure. It's also got blue and red and green and yellow and purple, orange. You know. It's kind of that, you know, supernatural but it, no, it's not supernatural. I mean, when you get up close, it's just like this burning, burning thing. But when you're far away, you're like, ah, it burns my eyes. And then your eye is like trying to compensate for the colors that you're blasting it with by throwing out colors of its own. And then you're, you're like, what color is it? I don't even know. So that's why you shouldn't stare at it. It can drive you insane. But maybe the sun is happy. Maybe photons are happy. You know, maybe the fabric of the universe is the happy photons or the quarks. Or the strings inside the quarks. Or the energy that makes up the strings. Maybe it goes down further still and it, it is particular. It is particles and waves at the tiniest, tiniest of levels. In the multiverse dimensions. Can you feel the happiness inside you? The happy that is you? 
Is that some immortal part? Is that a spirit or a soul? Is that the spark? Hmm. What do you do once you find happy? Does it inspire you? Does it challenge you? Does it make you bold and brave? Does it make you want to help people? Does it make you want to help yourself? Happy is when you feel like you are yourself. You know? When you're in good mood, but you're not going crazy about it. When you're on the right path and you're listening and being present and all that stuff you always hear about. See, that's the thing about being a detective of divinity is that you can't impose anything on it. You can't say, well, I want it to be this. You pick what seems best from what you discover. You know, you're like, oh, you picked happy. That was because you thought it was a funny word and everything like that. Like, yeah, but in other languages, it has slightly different meanings. So it has to go beyond the word. You're like, oh, it begins with the word. I'm like, it has to begin before the word. The word is you're trying to explain it. The feeling is there already. The feeling that I get when I think of like eternity is I don't, I don't feel lonely. I don't feel sad. I don't feel unsure or confused. I feel happy with a capital H. Happy with a small H is, is like, oh, happy birthday and happy, you know, like, no, those are capital H. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to make a difference here. When I use a happy with a capital H, and for the last 20 years, every time I've written the word happy, I've used the capital H. The novels that I'm writing and everything like that. But when I, when someone says, oh, thanks a lot, and I write back to them, I say, hey, hey have, happy to help. I start the, word, the sentence with happy. I go, happy to help. So that that gives an excuse for why I capitalize the letter happy, the word happy. So I never use the word happy unless it's the beginning of the word or... I find some other reason to make it like, you know, happy and greatness, you know, like whatever the reason I always capitalize happy because it's happy, but it's always just been kind of like in the back of the mind kind of thing. Now I'm actually like searching actively to found happy as a pursuit, the pursuit of happy. To see if it is there to be found. To be founded. And get others to help with their own observations. And they say, well, I think it's this, I think it's that. Other cultures, other ages, sex, whatever. We all should be able to tap into something deeper. And you can call it whatever you want. And if you're like, no, I'm going to go with what I have, that's fine. But if you can just describe that mood without the details of the history that your religion has, your faith has, with all the precepts and the rituals and the dogma, if you could just put aside all those particulars and just, just boil it down to like, how do you feel? Do you feel guilty? Do you feel joyful do you feel nervous scared 
Like, what is it that drives your pursuit? For me, I want to be inspired. I love creativity. And you're like, well, that's just you. You just, everybody, nobody, not everybody likes creativity. I'm like, I think everybody does though. When, when you talk to people, they're like, oh, I don't have a creative bone in my body. How are you defining that? You know, because I talked to someone in the office and they're like, you know, I find creativity in a, in a spreadsheet. And I'm like, so you do like creativity. Someone else is like, oh, I wish I could be a musician, but I really love listening to music. So I'm like, so you curate music. You tell people what music you like. What? There's creativity in that. There's, a, there's being present and there's voicing your opinion. And, you know, like, oh, I wish I could be a writer, but I just like am a critic. You know, I'm like, yeah, but you're, that's a creative. There, When you drive... And you hit a detour and you have to go another way and you have to think about it. There's a creativity. You're creating. You know, maybe you're just using too narrow a definition. Because we're always creating as long as we're alive. We're creating our days and we're creating our stories and our minds and our moods. And it's easy to forget that sometimes. Stress and anger and frustration and you try to stay in a good mood, but you've been screwed so many times that this time you're not going to stand for it. And then everybody's like, oh, well, you're just a bad person. No, I'm just, you got to understand, what is it do you do to, to, to save yourself? Do you pick up a book? Do you go to a building and kneel? Do you talk to someone who's supposed to be an expert? Do you contemplate? Do you veg out? Do you nap? Do you daydream? What? What is that mood you seek? Do you want answers, comfort, solace? Do you want not to feel like a fool? And so you eschew anything that could possibly be made fun of by someone else? Uh, You can... You can make fun of the guy that thinks happy is a religion. It's, I'm not even saying it's a religion. I'm saying it's just a search for what is that common thing that we all have. You know, you might have a faith, but I can find a handful of people who have completely different faiths than that. They're people. They grew up and ate food and got sick and met people and fell in love and got into fights and and they have just as much right to their beliefs as you have to yours. You're going to say, well, no, yours is right and theirs wrong. And I'm like, but there's something that is common to us all. So you can have your faith, but you can have happy as well because it's not really an exclusive kind of faith. It's like if you have a faith, you can have a happy faith. Or you can have a sad faith or a scary faith. What what mood is it? You know, and it's more than just a mood. What intention, what thought, what purpose, what core? Happy is it. It is all things. It is all your moods, all your feelings, working in a positive way. You can have if you if you you can have sadness, you can have madness, you can have fear and hope and guilt, but don't wallow in them. Let them flow, let them be used for what they're needed for, you know, 
Righteous indignation. That's a good reason why you'd get mad at something. Um, someone dies and you're grieving. That's a good reason why you'd be sad. Let it let it out. Let let it. Your heart is a self-cleaning oven. It'll cleanse itself if you let it. If you fight it, bottle it up, you're not going to be happy. Happy is letting it flow. Not going crazy and letting it all hang out, necessarily. But just letting it flow. You know, I'm not trying to be transcendental meditation over here or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, bend with it a little bit. You're still a strong tree or a skyscraper, but you're letting the wind kind of have its way. And you're just like, but I'm still here. I'm swaying, having its way in, you know. <sighs> Talking about this feels good. I don't really tell many people about it because it's my own pursuit. But I'm ready to share. End episode two. Thank you. <laughs>